Alright, welcome to another episode of Just a Little Sip. I am your host, Joe Arceo. Um, so, let's just jump into it. So, I just got back from Vegas. Uh, we got back... Hold on, let me adjust this mic a little bit. Let me move it a little closer. Let me get a little more intimate with everybody. So, I just got back from Vegas um, on Sunday... Now, well, technically Monday morning, uh, we arrived here around 12.30 uh, midnight, um, midnight-ish, around 1 o'clock. Didn't, we didn't get home till about 1.30. And uh, you know what? Vegas was fun. Vegas was a lot of fun. Um, just so the, the, the city itself is just, just gorgeous in the day or in the night. It's just... Uh, simply, simply stunning. Just so many buildings. So um, I've said it before to uh, you know to many people. So many buildings. So so much history um, in in that town. It just it's just really, really gorgeous. But to really appreciate Vegas, you have to go walk around at night. Just all the lights are out. Um, uh, people walking around. Uh, it just, it's, it's really something to see. If you guys haven't been to Vegas, you know, um, I suggest everyone just go at least once. Yes, this is my first time to go in here. All of a sudden, I'm an advocate for Vegas. But, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't drink very much. I didn't gamble very much. But there was so much other to do, uh, you know, other things to do there than just those things. Um, and just, just to sightsee, just to, just to be there, it was, it was already a thrill to me. Just to um, walk around the strip, um, and or maybe even just ride in the car and just look around. Really, it was just um, just something. You know, it's like uh, you see, you just see these buildings, you see these landmarks that you only see, you know you see them on TV, you see them in movies, you see them in in not real life. Um, at least you know in my head that's what it is. Uh, you don't you don't. I don't see these things every day, so in my head, for whatever reason, these these places are made up. These these um, landmarks, the you know the Bellagio, the MGM Grand, um, uh, Mad or not Madison Square Garden. What's the other one? Um, you know, Treasure Island. There's that Eiffel Tower that's in there. There's that, there's that big uh, pyramid thing with the light coming out of it. Um, you know, it just it just. It feels like you know I've seen those things so many times on on TV and and in in you know in in, in movies and stuff. It just when when I finally get to see it with my own two eyes in you know up close and personal, like Caesar's Palace and all that. Um, it just it doesn't it it blew my mind. Like oh my god, this place is real. Uh, like oh my god, like this is not just something that we see on TV all the time. No one's using just the the sets of these places over and over again. This is an actual uh, place. This is an actual um, thing that exists in the world. Um, so, I mean, that's for just that alone for me was worth it. For me to get, you know, validation that, like, I'm finally here in some place that I've seen only in TV. It's like the same thing when I went to, um, when Robin and I went to um, California. Uh, was it two years ago for the um, uh, Dog Brothers Open Gathering? It was you know, and then we were driving in L.A. Like, oh, like holy fuck, we're in L.A. Uh, we saw the Hollywood sign. We saw just just being in L.A., being in California, um, seeing those hills just validated everything for me. Just 
Like these things, I, again, I've only seen on TV. And here I am in actual real life getting to go to these places. Um, so it's it was really exciting just, just for that alone. Um, so we left here. Let's see, it was um, around 6.50 or was it more, more close to 6 o'clock um, Chicago time. And then when we got there, it was around, I think... Uh, 8 o'clock uh, Vegas time, but then you got to think it. there's a two hours difference. They're, they're behind us two hours. So uh, really, we've been on the plane for four hours, but in, you know, our watches and stuff only, only shows that two hours have passed, but, you know, four hours have actually passed. So uh, we got there, and Robin and I were the first ones to get there, other than um, her cousin, uh, and then so when we got there, when everyone finally showed up to Vegas, all the cousins and, you know, the birthday boy, um, we we got In-N-Out, In-N-Out Burger. Um, and that was around, was that 12 o'clock? Uh, their time? So our time, that'd be like 2, 2 a.m. Um, we got In-N-Out, which is, you know unheard of to well not unheard of but for me that's way way too late to to be eating anything let alone uh, a greasy burger but in and out you know it's good um i've had it before again I, I went to um went to california had in and out there um i had a double double uh animal style which was you know very very tasty um i didn't have any fries or anything but um just the double double with a strawberry lemonade which was like super super good, um, but then you know the next day I don't I guess I'm just not used to that greasy food anymore. But I had a little bit of diarrhea the next day, but it quickly passed. It's just um, you know again a greasy hamburger, a greasy cheeseburger. I guess just not used to it. But I'm I'm just saying nothing wrong with In and Out. It's 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 good. Again, it's an experience to to do because we don't have those out here um, in the Midwest. Um, so. You know, I we had to go try it because it was Randall's first time trying in and out, and he he thought it was good. Uh, you know, uh, a burger is a burger; it's it's good. But you know, once you've had like a a cheeseburger from somewhere, uh, regardless of the toppings, you know, more or less they're all the same. Um, but that was good. We went back to the uh, basically went back to the hotel, and and uh, more or less we just. Uh, I think we just slept that night, and then, because we didn't get to the hotel until like 2, 3 in the morning, and then we had to, and then they wanted to um, get up and have an early start the next day. Um, so the next day, we went straight to, after breakfast, we we just kind of um, made breakfast and in the room, and then we went to, uh, I think it's, is it Fremont or Friedmont? Um, basically old Vegas, and then we walked around there, and that's where you could see, like, the old-timey neon lights, um, and, uh, oh, and we did zip lining there. The zip lining was really, really cool. Um, basically, you were, um, zip lining through the entire, or not entire, but most of the length of the, of old Vegas, of Fremont, and, you know, that was a lot of fun. Um, if you don't know, I'm I'm deathly afraid of heights, so I chose uh, Rowan and I chose to do the sitting down one rather than the laying down like uh, in your Superman position. Um, so we chose to sit down, and really, 
I gripped those harnesses so hard um, that my forearms were shot. Like, I couldn't grip anymore, and my hands hurt from, from actually holding on so tight. Um, but, I mean, it was, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Like, we were, what, 70 feet in the air. We were just going down the street. Um, people were cheering us on. I was deathly afraid that I'm going to fall and, you know, land on somebody. But, uh, you know, that <laughs> that didn't happen, thank God. Um, but, you know, I was I was really afraid that I was going to fall. And But, you know, as long as I didn't look down, I was having the time of my life. But as soon as I looked down, I became... Uh, super, super afraid. But uh, we were we were there. We hung out there for a bit. Uh, you know, walked around, hit the shops. Um, we got some lunch there. Um, and then after that, we basically went to. Uh, I think I think that day was the Jabberwockies show. We we saw the Jabberwockies. If you don't know, they were season one winners of America's Best Dance Crew. Um, and in in my heart, they're the only winners of America's Best Dance Crew. They're the only winners of the the, the season that mattered. Everything else uh, beyond that of that show, season two, season three, didn't matter to me. Uh, Jabberwock, Jabberwockies were were the best, um, and I, I just refused to watch the show after that. But um, they were great. Um, uh, it it was in MGM Grand, um, the show. Um, we bought tickets there, and basically we were just waiting around for the show to start. Played a little games. Uh, I, I made uh, Birthday Boy um, play some blackjack with 2013's Playmate of the Year. I can't remember her name, but she was our dealer. Um, basically, she was on, and you know, she was there, and um, uh, she was winking at me. <laughs> but uh, really, she was just a, a uh, uh, it was a screen with her on it, um, so it's like a TV screen, and she was just there, uh, pretending to deal us cards, and it was like electronic blackjack, so it was, it was cool, I liked, I liked that machine, um, I ended up breaking even, I think Randall ended up losing some money on that one, but, um, but, you know, that was fine, and then we watched the show, the only thing that surprised me about the show, two things, two things surprised me about the show, uh, one, the room was kind of small, I, for whatever reason, I expected the room to be pretty big. Not stadium, uh, not basket, not like United Center basketball size, basketball stadium sized or anything, but just a little bit bigger than what it was. It felt like a, it was a very small stage. Maybe that can hold um, probably, I want to say 300 people at the most. It felt like a very small um venue for like stand-up comedians if you've seen uh local stand-up comedy like uh at at some shows like zany's or at laugh factory or um you know wherever you would see a comedy show it's it's like that it was a very intimate show um and the second thing that that surprised me that it wasn't sold out it kind of kind of broke my heart that that the people that i i i like so much the jabberwockies just didn't sell out this um, small of a venue. Um, I mean, yeah, a ABDC was um, years ago. Uh, I I don't remember when they won, so I you know it makes sense that uh, they didn't have the numbers because you know 
their their names have been out of the headlines for so long um and you know people must have forgotten about them and um you know because you know new entertainment's coming up you know daily with like youtube and twitter and and instagram um so new and new faces new new faces new talents are just being discovered uh, daily and you know these guys have been around for so long and they haven't at least you know i haven't seen anything mainstream you know i follow them on on um uh facebook and i you know i try to watch their videos on youtube every once in a while but you know besides that you know i don't i don't see them very much in in the in the universe so to speak so um you know it saddened me that that they didn't sell up the the crowd um but you know the the show is very entertaining i i was worried also of the fact that um like you know how was the show going to be um it was supposed to be like an hour and a half showish and you know are they just going to stand there and dance for an hour and a half but you know they actually made a story a story out of out of the dancing so there's a little bit of story then dancing and then story and then little little um you know things like that so it was good they 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 um entertained us for for the entire time so that was really great um and the thing is with them you know they wear the the masks and outfits and then the hats so you can't really tell who's under the mask so really um the original jabberwockies could have been you know at home collecting checks because they own the property or something like that whereas they would hire new dancers every so often to fill their place and you know and that's fine that's 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 actually great so that means like you know um if one of them can't dance anymore or you know if a couple of them like you know let's say injuries or you know they do break dancing they do um flips and and stuff like that so injuries can and can and will happen so in case one of them gets injured they can be quote-unquote easily replaced um because of the fact there is no face to them it's just movements it's just dazzling movements and there's you know you don't know the face behind the mask so it's it's really smart on, on their part to 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 do that and um you know and then I, I feel like one of the dancers, um, you know, if it doesn't fucking matter, but one of the dancers was a female, um, just because uh, it felt like that person's build was a little smaller than the rest of them, just a little thinner, a little um, shorter than everybody, um, you know, but who knows, maybe it could be a, a small skinny guy uh, who's, who's behind that mask, so it could have been, could have been anything. But, um, you know, that the fact that they can just intertwine and, you know, replace people like that, that's cool. And then, you know, it's it's it just makes it um, for the up and comers. It makes it better for for people that like aspire to be one of them. They could easily be one of them because of the fact that, hey, if they if they just have the talent they're you know they have a better choice chance of being in because they're not looking for a specific look they're not looking for a specific um um you know body type uh a specific uh you know skin tone uh specific gender so basically you're in there if you have the talent and if you mesh well with the other dancers and that's cool i like that um and then uh so that was the end of the show 
Um, everyone else went, um, you know, to to the club. I decided not to go. Um, just I'm just not about that scene. I'm not about you know going clubbing. It's just not my thing. Um, you know, it's pretty expensive as well. And then I just didn't feel like it was worth the money to to just go there and you know just I'm not saying not be uncomfortable, but just it's just not my thing. And I, I, don't, I don't know if I would exactly enjoy myself for the money. So uh, I decided not to go out. Um, everyone else went out, but uh, a couple of Robin's cousins stayed. And then we ended up um, walking around the strip that night. Um, and we were on the, the link, they call it. It was like a five, it's like a, a slow, slow Ferris wheel. Um, that's about 30 minutes to, to complete. Um, you just, you know, it's a big... A big Ferris wheel where you can stand up and walk around and move in each pod. And then um, you are... It takes 30 minutes to go around the entire entire circle. Um, and then you end up going 550 feet up in the air. And we ended up seeing, um, at night, the Vegas Strip at 550 feet in the air. Which was gorgeous. Just simply gorgeous. Again, the fact that I can see... Um, these casinos, these hotels that I've only seen on TV, I could see every single one of them. It just, it, it just, it kind of blew my mind, and it, it was, it was, is really, really just a gorgeous sight. And then if you're in Vegas, and if you have a chance, I, I say go ahead and ride the link and 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 try to, you know, um, do that, especially at night. It's 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 really really cool. Um, again, I'm deathly afraid of heights, so um, looking forward. I was okay. It was fine. I think it was a gorgeous view. But then my dumbass decided to look down, and then I got instantly dizzy. I got dizzy, and I and I uh, my hands were shaking, and I needed to sit down. Um, so that was you know dumb fucking mistake on my part for for looking down. But you know I kept looking forward, enjoying the sights, enjoying the view. So, um, that was awesome. And then basically we just, uh, after that, walked around a little bit. Um, and then it was like 2 in the morning. And then we decided to call it a night, go back to the hotel and, and sleep it off. And then, um, you know, I'm not sure what time everyone else came back from the club. And then, you know, that was it for for solid day one. Um, day two, uh, let's see, what did we do day two? We oh, oh my god. So we woke up, and I shit you not, the best buffet I have ever, ever had was at Caesar's Palace. Um, I don't remember, remember the name of the buffet in Caesar's Palace, but you know what? I have a computer in front of me, so why not look it up? Buffet at Caesar's if I could spell Caesars, Palace, what's it called? I know it started with a B. Uh, Bacchanon? 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 Bacchanon. B-A-C-C-H-A-N-A-L. Bacchanal. Bacchanal. Buffet. Um, yeah, this place was the bomb diggity. Um, it was super good. Um, I can't, you know, I can't say 
anything bad about it. Maybe, maybe the price. It's a little expensive. Uh, but, I mean, you're in Vegas. What else do you expect from a buffet? And it was... All the food was top quality. So, I mean, it's worth the the money. Um, like, they're... They had uh, several different stations. Um, they had a dessert station. They had seafood station. They had a barbecue station. They had an Italian station where you can get your pastas and your pizzas. They had an Asian station where you can ha- have your, like... Uh, they had some bomb-ass chicken curry that I loved. I didn't eat rice, though. I did not eat rice. I just had the chicken curry by itself. Um, they also had some... Um, Asian station with, um, oh, there's soups. They had soups there. I, for whatever reason, this place had the best pho I've ever, ever tasted. Granted, I don't eat pho that much. I've only had it at a couple different places, and they're out here. Um, but this is this was this pho was simply fucking fantastic. It was so good. Um, and then. I wanted to get some some barbecue, so they had some beef brisket, they had some uh, prime rib, so I grabbed a couple pieces of pizza thinking, you know, I'm going to go ahead and grab this and, and eat the, the brisket as well, but the line for the barbecue was so freaking long, and I was so hungry, I ended up eating the two pieces of pizza while in line, waiting for um, the, the barbecue. Um, I don't know if People were judging me <laughs> because of the fact that I was eating in line while waiting for food. Like, look at this fucking fat ass. Look at him. He can't even wait to get to the table. You're right. I can't wait to get to the table because I'm hungry now, bitch. Don't judge me. You're at a buffet too, so eat a dick. Uh, but pizza was great. You know, standard pizza. Can't really mess up a pepperoni pizza. But um, this this prime rib, this brisket, um, I, I had to go back for seconds. Um, I went, you know, I had, it was just too good. Um, I also had their beef rib, uh, which was beyond excellent. Their clam chowder, oh my god, it was so good. Clam chowder, I, it, it just blew me away how good this clam chowder was. Um, I didn't go for the crab legs. I think everyone else was there for the crab legs. And, but it just, you know, for me, crab legs are very messy, and I didn't feel like messing up my hands and, you know, making a mess of myself while all trying to eat some crab legs, um, but, uh, you know, and then, oh, the, the cool thing about the crab legs, though, they were pre-cut, so they, they, they cut, they cut the, um, the crab legs in half lengthwise, so you didn't have to struggle to, to pry them open and, and, and eat them, which, you know, hindsight, is like, okay, you could have probably eat the crab then because it won't be as messy, but, you know, I was too preoccupied with the clam chowder, pho, and brisket to even care about the crab legs. Um, but, I had to, uh, let me put this gently, take a shit <laughs> uh, during during the meal. So I excused myself, I went to the bathroom, I um, sat down, did my thing, and then I look in the stall next to me, and, no, not in the stall, but I look down, and there's someone in the stall next to me, which is fine, you know, it's cool, but this motherfucker was barefoot. 
He was barefoot in a public restroom in a casino. Ugh. Are you, uh, uh, I hope you get every foot disease. Every foot disease. That is disgusting. Are you are you fucking serious? Like and then you know, it's not it's not like a child who who, you know, their feet were dangling and you know they're barefoot because, you know, for whatever reason they can't poop with shoes on. Fine. Whatever. No, this was a grown ass man. Um, for as far as I could tell, because his feet were huge, and they were both planted on the floor. That is disgusting. Are you fucking serious? Why are your Why are your shoes off? Why? Why are your shoes off inside the public bathroom? Like you don't have flip flops? You don't have flip flops? Nothing. Yeah, I get it. There's a pool outside. I get it. But, uh, bruh, bruh, feet dirty. You, you know how many people walk in this bathroom a day? And who knows? They stepped in dog shit. They stepped in horse shit. They stepped in people shit. They stepped in human piss. They stepped in, I don't know, roadkill, sand, mud. And you're just going to walk around and barefoot? Ew. Ew. I hope you get every foot fungus. Every single one of them. I hope you get... I hope one of your toes fall off, you motherfucker. That is just, just disgusting. So, um, I was, you know, sitting there trying to, trying to take my time, but I, I, I can't, I can't help but, you know, feel disgusted by what was next to me, you know, just a human, a human with, with like petri dishes on his feet that's gonna get, you know, hepatitis Z1 that's never been invented yet or never been found. He's just gonna get it on his feet. Um, so I couldn't, I couldn't really go that much and then you know i was trying to take my time and and you know not enjoy the moment but you know make sure i'm clean make sure i'm uh evacuated uh if you will make sure everything's out but then um i hear a chatter outside the stall um i heard someone guy some guy go like hey man you all right yeah i'm just waiting for one of the stalls to open up so like, fuck, there's people waiting behind me? I can't just sit here and take my time. You know, I don't want to be that guy. I'm already in the handicap stall. What? If, I can't see who's waiting. Like, what if the guy that's waiting is has is in a wheelchair, is in crutches, you know, or whatever, and then he's waiting on my big old fat ass to get off the goddamn toilet and stop shitting because he, who is justified in using the handicap stall, needs to use the handicap stall because he can't use any other, anything else because he's, quote-unquote, handicapped because of whatever reason. And here I am, just taking up his space, you know, I don't want to, I don't, I, I could feel him judging me, saying like, oh, this guy's not even a handicap, get the fuck out of the handicap stall. So I just like, I, start me right? I'm sorry, my, my dog is sleeping per usual, and then uh, she decided to um, growl and bark in her sleeping. Alright, now she's awake, and she's walking around. Storm, you okay? Uh, you alright, baby girl. Okay, so, yeah, I had to wipe up quickly, you know, and finish and clean up and then get out of there. And then I open the door, and what happens? No guy in wheelchair, no guy in crutches, just some guy like myself waiting to use the bathroom. I'm like, you bitch. Ugh. Like, I could have still been going. 
But, you know, I'm up already. I don't even want to go anymore. So he goes in the bathroom, and the barefoot fucker is still in the bathroom. He was there before I got there, and he was there after I left, and I was there for at least 10 minutes. I'm not sure what he's doing, you know, sitting down. He's probably like, oh, I can't feel my fucking feet. They got so much disease on them. You know, I, I, I feel like I grew another friend on the bottom of my foot. Um, so he was there. We left, or I got back to the table. Um, basically, everyone left. You know, everyone started to leave because of the fact that you know we were we we're there for a good a good amount of time, and you know they're we're full. You know, there's only so much we can eat. Um, and then that night, let's see, did we do anything after that? Oh, we just basically walked around um, uh, around the strip. From Caesar's Palace, we were walking to, ended up walking to Treasure Island because we're going to see the Cirque du Soleil show, uh, Mysterie, Mystery, 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 whatever. Um, And it took us, you know, it didn't take us an hour to get there, but I mean, we were sightseeing, we're going in and out of places, we were um, were checking out the Bellagio with their um, fountain dancing water show thing. It was still during the day, so it was still cool, but, you know, it probably been better at night with, with some of the lights, and then, um, we were just walking around, we were going in, in, you know, in the Venetian, walking around the Venetian for a bit, trying to find the gondolas, we found the gondolas, people were listening to people sing, which was pretty cool, while paddle, you know, paddle boating, or whatever you want to call it, um, and then we, we passed up Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. I really, really wanted to go inside there because I saw that they had the Hulkbuster armor um, outside. And, you know, I am a huge Marvel fan and I wanted to go see what they got. But, um, you know, we were pressed on time. I get it. Uh, you know, the Cirque show was happening. So uh, we basically just walked around until the Circus Soleil show. Um, and, my God, y'all, this... Is is one of the best show, if if not the best show I've seen. I don't know what I was watching some of the time. Um, some of the time people were talking, and I don't know if I just couldn't understand them, or they were talking a different language, or what, because I couldn't understand what the fuck was happening. And then all of a sudden, you know, random people would be walking around balancing on goddamn balls, and while like. People were on trapeze acts, so you're looking up, and then all of a sudden you see the corner of your eye, people um, walking on the stage, balancing on big giant balls. So you're like, okay, who am I watching? The people up on the people up in the trapeze, the people on on the stage, people up in the trapeze, people on the stage, and then after that, people on the sides, they're playing music. Someone's there's two people singing. There's a bunch of people dancing. It was a visual, a visually overstimulating. That's all I gotta say. It's just way too much happening for my brain. Um, but it was, it was really, really spectacular. Um, bright colors, just, um, people pushing their bodies to the complete limit and just in such a dazzling fashion. Um, there, the first act was, um, besides, like, the giant man-baby, that called for his papa um, in the crowd, which was... What? <laughs> um, and that was like a reoccurring theme, which was cool. You know, um, I, I don't know if there... 
Like, okay, so like in the Jamawaki show, there was a theme. There was a story with all the dancing. If there was such a story or a theme in this Cirque du Soleil show, I fucking missed it. I don't know what was happening. I don't know why there was a giant baby. I don't know why, out of nowhere, a giant goddamn snail comes out in the middle of the floor. I'm like, what the fuck's happening here? And it's blinking. It's blinking at me. And it's it's looking around with a human face on it. I don't know what's happening here. I don't know what's happening. But I like it. It's It looks good. But I'm confused. And that I don't like confusion. But yet I like th- what's happening here. But um, but I, I don't know. I don't know if there was a story. I have no idea. But it was it was a good time. So I'm going to forgive them for that. But um, yeah, there was these people. Like the first act besides the, the giant man baby. Was there were these people on these poles. Which was... Like, wow, are you fucking kidding me? The things that they could do, like flip on them, flip like train. There's like four in a row, and they were jumping from one to one to one, climbing them in different difficult fashions. And I have no idea how they did it. And their grip strength must be there. They got unbelievable grip strength and core strength, and just simply amazing, amazing. And then um, after that, there's like these um, people. Jumping on um, seesaws and they're just flipping over each other and doing like gymnastic shit and I'm like, man, that's that's really that's really impressive. But then um, and oh and then like these people just swinging, they're swinging, they're holding on with one hand on a piece of like rope and they're just being tossed around the stadium, tossed. Around that stage. I don't know what was happening. It was beautifully spectacular. I, I It was just gorgeous. I Sure. I, I don't know. Good. Good for them. And then there was like a ribbon dancer. Not a ribbon dancer. I shouldn't say that. Like she came down from from the ceiling. Uh, and then she was. Yeah. Dancing with a ribbon. Or, or dancing with a big. A big. A big ribbon. That she could wrap herself around. And she's spinning. And, and all that stuff. And you know. That was cool. But the. The best part to me were just these two guys. Basically, they were they're just two swole dudes, and yeah, this is gonna sound gay. They're balancing in on each other, and like there's a bigger guy that was the base, and there was a smaller guy that was just on top, balancing on each other like doing handstands, but they weren't like. He wasn't balancing on his head. He was balancing on, like, the guy's arms. And then the guy in the bottom would, would like, lay down and then lift the other guy up. Like, he would bench press this dude, like, no problem. Like, how are, like, how fucking strong do you need to be where you're bench pressing another human being with no problem at all? And I'm, I'm saying this guy on top must have been at least 260 because he was nothing but muscle and ripped. So the, And the guy in the bottom must be at least 280 or something. But he was be able to just bench and move the guy on top just with no problem. With the guy on top never touching the floor. He never touched the floor. Are you fucking serious? Oh, that part was amazing. I don't know their names. I don't know. Just if you can, YouTube it. I'm pretty sure someone snuck a video of it somewhere. But it was simply, simply godlike. It was just way too much. Uh, I just, everyone was just freaking out. 
about how how impressive those two guys were. Um, but yeah, that was that was <laughs> that was awesome. The Cirque du Soleil show, and then basically after that, uh, after the show, we um, got pizzas. We chilled in the hotel room, and then um, some of them wanted to go out and gamble some more. I was too fucking tired. I thought I wanted to gamble, but then I became way too sleepy to to even to even go anymore because we were out all day just walking and and doing stuff. So um, the next day um, was our last day. Uh, Robin and our flight was at midnight. No, no, no. I'm sorry. We're we're fl- uh, our flight was at seven o'clock that night, and basically we had all day to just you know dick around. Um, so, what we did was we ended up going to Madame Tussauds Wax Museum, which was really, really cool. That was one of the things I wanted to do and wanted to go to. Um, yeah, the Marvel thing I wanted to see because, you know, that's my thing there. And I just like the fact that we were able to go see, like, a, another landmark, like the Wax Museum. And that was pretty awesome. Some of those wax figurines were, you know, some of them looked really, really good. Others did not look that great, um, to be honest. Um, but, you know, I was there. The Bruno Mars one looked looked fucking fantastic. Um, the Dwayne Johnson one looked good, except it was like Dwayne Johnson from like 10 years ago, so he's super small and still had hair. Um, and then, uh, you know, there's a Bruce Willis one that looked good, but uh, let's see. who. Uh, oh, the Nick Cage one? Nah. Not, I wasn't impressed with the Nick Cage. Um, I mean, you could tell it's Nick Cage, but come on. It didn't really look like him. Um, the Leonardo DiCaprio one? It's alright. Not, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, Leo's my dude. I like that guy. He doesn't make a bad movie. But, you know, just his, uh, wax figure was not, not the best. And I think the Will Smith one is cross-eyed, to be honest. Um, I don't, I don't know. I was looking at him like, is he looking in two directions at the same time? Hmm. That's cool. But then um, we we got to uh, we finally at the end, at the very end, we finally got to the Marvel side, which which was good. I mean, yeah, there wasn't that many figurines for Marvel. There was the Hulkbuster outside, which was really sweet. There was. Um, uh, Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, that was there, that was cool. There was the, uh, just the Spider-Man one. And then there's my dude, Hulk, with his hand the size of my torso, which was awesome, because, you know, Hulk's supposed to be, like, that big, which was great. So, um, I took a pictures, I took some pictures with them. Um, uh, the Gwen Stefani one looked great, and that's, that's my bait. Um... Let's see, Snoop Dogg looked good, and then there was like old timey Vegas people like Elvis Presley, um, Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, they they were all right. I'm not, you know, I, I'm they're they were beyond my time, so I I wasn't a huge fan of them. Um, but yeah, and then after that, basically after the the wax museum, hi baby, after the um, wax museum, what are you gonna do? You gonna lay down? Sorry, Storm is, has woken up, and now she's going to lay next to me. There you go. Um, 
so after the Wax Museum, basically, um, some of the cousins, their flight was right away, right afterwards. So they had to take off. And um, Rob and I, we just basically um, went back to Treasure Island and um, ate there. Um, ate there, and then we also just gambled a little bit. Um, I ended up being up, like, not much, like $18 or something like that. Something, you know, something small, but, you know, confidence boosting. At least I wasn't, um, at least for, from gambling, I wasn't under. Um, I didn't pay, you know, I didn't, I wasn't negative in gambling, so that's, that's good. Um, but yeah, the Vegas trip altogether was, was really, really cool. Just a lot of walking around, a lot of, um, um, just, just seeing the sights, just taking it all in, soaking, soaking up everything. Um, I didn't, I don't have many souvenirs. Um, I mean, I forgot my sunglasses here, so I had to buy a, a pair of sunglasses there. Um... But also, the only other souvenir that I have is, you know what, I thought this was just a joke. I thought it was just a, 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 a running theme of a joke that everyone had, that they were actually handing out cards for, like, hookers, I guess. But, you know, I, I wanted to find them. I wanted to see if they were for real. I wanted to see one of these cards. So I was, once I figured out who they were or what they looked like, or what they were doing to kind of announce themselves. Yeah. I hunted these people down and tried to collect as many hooker cards as I could. Um, and I have them. And, you know, it's weird that I have a, a card with a naked lady on it. And it has a number saying, call her and she'll be right over in 20 minutes. It's, it's weird to me. And, um... You know, and some some of these pictures, I swear to God, they look like they were taken from 1997. So if it's the same girl, like damn, that's 20 years ago. I doubt you look the same as you did in this picture. Um, you know, if you do, great, good for you. Um, but you know, I I really doubt it. And some of the, some of the other pictures, you know, it's they were good. Um, but you know, they, I was just like. You know, how many people call them, you know, and, and are they, are they really hookers or are they just like strippers? Are they, are they there to just strip or are they both? Are they there to, you know, strip, but then for an extra, extra little, extra little money, they give you a little, little extra, you know what I mean? So I don't, I don't know what the deal was. I didn't know if they were strippers or if they were actual hookers. So, I, I just kind of wanted to call one, and she'd be like, hey, Layla, uh, what's up, uh, what, you know, and ask her questions, like, what do you actually do, how much is everything, um, you know, do I, do you want, like, if she, like, do you want me to come over, nah, I nah, just, we're just, just, just asking, you know, just curious, you know, I'm married, I'm good, I'm good where I'm at, but, you know, I'm just curious on how this profession goes, um, and you know what you do as a profession. Um, try to try to be kind of you know cool and educated about it, but then just really curious if you know is she just a stripper? Is she is, is she a hooker? Like, and then if she is a hooker, like how many times does she go out a night versus like a week? You know, 
Like, I'm just curious. Just I'm curious about this thing. Like, how busy are you? You know what I mean? Like, how many people are actually calling these numbers and getting these ladies to come over? Um, but yeah, I, I was just actively pursuing these people, trying to collect as many cards as I can because, again, they're free, and I didn't have that much money, so they're free. And then um, they're just handing them out, just handing them out like. Like, whatever. I don't know if these people handing them out were, were like, given, like, um, a quota. Like, they were given, like, two or three stacks of these cards. And they need to give out all those cards, like, that night. You know, if that's the case, why not just try your best, but at the end of the night, toss them out. Or leave them scattered on, on like, a park bench or something. Or, um like on a door or a ledge or something so there i filled up my quota i technically quote unquote handed them out you know that must be not a not a tough job just handing out cards for that so um there's that i mean i was just so curious about the whole that whole business i just wanted to see what was happening with that but um you know i i i won't call them you know i'm married like i said I, I don't need to call him. Plus, the wife would be really mad if I did. So, never mind. But, um, yeah, I was just curious about it. That's all That's all I'm saying. I just like to see what, what that business is like. You know. And then I was telling Robin, you know, the thing that we need to do to make some money is open up a casino. Can you imagine how much money each day these casinos are making? And you have to think, you know... Every day, maybe every other day, you let someone win big. You, like during a slot machine, or for a slot machine, or for some sort of electronic, like card machine, or something, you let someone win big because of the fact that that gives everyone else in the building, everyone else in the neighborhood, hope that they will win big next. That means that they'll spend all that money trying to be the next one to win big. Um, So, like, how much money are they bringing in? Versus how much money are they really giving up? Or, you know, um, how much money are they letting people win? You know, um, it's got to be like for every $100 they take in, maybe $1 leaves. That's a 99% profit. That's that's fucking amazing. Uh, We need to open up a casino. Let's, someone, so whoever wants to open up a casino, yeah. Put my name on it. I'm not going to put any money in it. No, 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 no. I'm broke. But just put my name on it. I want some of the residuals. I want some of the money that goes there. Because it's my idea. Alright? But, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I just, just want I just want that money. I just want that casino money. Um, but you know what? I think that's where I'm going to end tonight's show. Um, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you so much for... Um, the support and the love and the and the likes and and the comments and everything, guys. Uh, thank you so much. I do this for you, um, not just for me because I think this is a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, I, I love podcasting, but I do it for everybody. Um, if you don't like what I do, you know, I'm sorry. If you don't think that I have much talent in podcasting, I'm sorry. Go out and make your own. Um, make your own podcast. Do your thing. Talk about what you like. Talk about what you want. Um, and that way you have your own show for you. Um, you have your own show that's tailored for your likes and what you see interesting in the world. Um, 
again, I've said it before, um, in this crazy world, um, you know, this is your only currency. Yes, you have money, but that stuff is fleeting. That stuff goes away quickly. Um, you know, you make it as fast as you spend it. But this, this lives on um, forever. Um, once it's on the internet, it'll be there forever. And this is what you can bring to the world. This is what you can do. Um, hopefully it's positive. Hopefully you're not out there spewing hate. Hopefully you're not out there just saying like, um, you know, you know, I don't even want to say it because I, I don't want to be negative. I just want, um, hopefully everybody's positive. Hopefully everyone loves each other on your podcast. But, you know, if you don't like this, you know what, fuck me. Who am I? I'm just a dude sitting on his couch with a microphone in his computer um, with his sleeping dog next to him. Um, if Make your own. Do, do your thing. Um, prove me wrong. Prove, prove to me that you could do this better than me. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure 90% of you can, um, cause really this is, this is really no effort and you know, it's just fun for me to do. It's just super fun for me to do. And, you know, I encourage everyone to go ahead and do the same thing. Um, so again, thank you for listening. Thank you for the love. Thank you for everything, everybody. Thank you so much. Um, go ahead and again, check out my boy Preston Brown's podcast, Hear These Thoughts. He's on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, iTunes. Um, uh, I'm just, again, on SoundCloud. I didn't hear back from the Stitcher people. Those bastards, they didn't say anything to me. Um, I, I gave them my email and everything. I didn't, I didn't get no email back. Um, and check out my my other guy, um, Carlos, with his, with his podcast, um, A Journey of a Simple Man. Um, and also check out uh, my guy, DJ in Disguise, he's got his own, um, um, Facebook page, and he also does, you know, um, weddings, bar mitzvahs, quinceañeras, um, parties, um, if you pay him enough, he'll just go into your house and play you music while you take a shit, um, so go ahead and check him out, uh, check out everybody, again, tell him that Sip sent you, and, um, guys, as always, whenever you're feeling a little parched, Remember, all you need is just a little sip. All right, guys, thank you very much. I love you all. Thank you so much, so, so much.